Let's talk about what to send your list in April. Because you're no fool. You plan ahead. <laughs> Get it what I did there? April. April Fools. Look, they all can't be winners, all right? Let's go. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Oh, welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Dawson here. And if you have not signed up for my live version of how to write emails, so good, they like the screen, which has been updated, y'all, and revamped. I'm very excited for it. Then make sure you head on over to katedoster.com forward slash free training. Right now, if you're listening to this in real time, we have two different live times that you can come on the 28th, which is next Monday. You can listen at 2 p.m. or you can do Tuesday at 9 p.m. The reason why is two reasons, because I'm just being completely honest with you. One, if you stay to the end, I'm going to give you a way to get your next Starbucks coffee on me. You do have 24 hours to use it, but I'm still buying you your morning or afternoon beverage up to you. And two, we are going to have a webinar only bonus that is going to be going on. So I just want to be completely transparent with everybody. So that way you can, you know, just sort of make it in there. And in case if you didn't hear about it, a uh, little birdie has uh, let the cat out of the bag that the investment for Love Your List is going to be going up. So next Wednesday, the 30th of March is going to be the last day that you are going to be able to get into Love Your List and become a listie at that 77 and its equivalent payment plan price points. The price on that is going up at 11.59. So basically, as soon as it turns Thursday here on the East Coast, because it is Eastern Standard Time, the price is going up to 9.97, along with its equivalent payment plans as well. So I know we are like a week early with our what to send episodes, but I got something super special planned for next week, just so you guys know. And you know, I just wanted to make sure that maybe you've got something cool coming up next week too. And so I figured why not, we'll go ahead and we'll talk about this. I have one more special announcement, just so you guys know, in April, we are taking a bit of a spring break. So instead of our traditional you know, episodes every Wednesday, we're actually only going to be publishing two next month. I figured it was a little bit better. We might throw in some replays and like best of series, but I honestly think that we're just gonna just have two make it a little bit more special. So we are going to have the what to send your list series that is definitely still coming. And that should be, I believe, April 27th. And then our next episode or the episode before that will be on April 13th. So just so you know, for the next month or so, potentially in May, we might also be going to every other week as well. But I will actually let you know in April how that is going to work out. I just want to be able to honestly just dote on all the new listies that we get in the month of April. And I love hanging out with you, my inbox besties, besties. Like, I'll be honest with you, I really love hanging out with the a lot too. So just for the time being, we're going to be going down to just two episodes a month for April and potentially May as well. So now that we have all this news taken care of, let's actually talk about the reason why you listen to this bad boy. And let's talk about what to send your list in April because you're no fool and you plan ahead. And I'm sticking by that joke. I know it wasn't, you know, cheese pun level great, but it was still great. Again, click that link below to sign up for the free live class. So the very first email, and you can do these in any order, honestly, for this particular month, is I want you to talk about how people can spring into quarter two. 
Now, if you're not business to business, nobody really thinks of April as quarter two. Like that's not a thing normies talk about. So I wouldn't say it like that. I would just spring into spring. So you could talk about spring cleaning. You could talk about springing into Facebook ads. You could talk about springing into gentle parenting. Really sort of use that as that pun and that start off jumping point. Get it? Spring jumping point. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like I plan these things, but I don't. Now, if you are located and your audience is primarily located in the Southern hemisphere, obviously it is fall and autumn there, right? So you could do something about falling back into better habits. We used to sort of bunker down for the winter, or you can talk about how to put a spring in your step, even though things are winding down and it's getting colder and the nights are getting a little bit longer and the days are getting shorter. I do think regardless of what hemisphere you're in and primarily which one your audience is in, and that's how I would dictate, are we springing into something or falling back into great habits? That's, that's the way I would go with that. I would acknowledge the other half of the world as well. So potentially you want to take none of the rest of the ideas and you want to run a sort of four week spring challenge, even in just your head, like, you know, we're springing into spring cleaning. So you're going to share, you know, an article this week about closets, next week about kitchen, next week about dealing with sentimental items. And then the next week after that, you're going to talk about, I don't know, like safe chemicals to use for cleaning. I probably wouldn't do that in the order. I'd start with the safe chemicals, but if you want to do that, you can. Okay. But just acknowledge that even though you're going to have a spring theme, you know, that it is indeed autumn and fall where other people live. And so you just want to acknowledge that. I think that's really, really important, but I just love the puns of falling back, <laughs> falling back into the habit of getting into, of doing a morning routine, springing into productivity with a morning routine. See how you can, you can make a work for both. So I really, really like that one a lot. I think that plays off of the weather and the time of the year. So that works great. The next email that you can send, or again, put them in any order, how you want to do it. I want you to share, I don't want to say something bad, right? Because we know there's a lot of bad things that are happening currently, but I'm going to challenge you to be a little bit vulnerable and talk about, you know, say if you're an artist, maybe, you know, it was the, you know, the worst painting that you ever had. What we're really sort of doing with this, my worst, or I almost got divorced and maybe you help people. Um, you know, who are moms and you're going to be talking about a fight that you got into with your spouse, that sort of a thing. And there are definitely ways to talk about your story in a way that's not like me, 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 like poor me, because you know, audiences hate that. But you're going to be starting off that email with, it's like, have you ever like argued about something that just seemed so random, like a cheese wheel? Like, well, that is actually what sparked the biggest fight that I ever had with my spouse. And then you sort of go into it. And then you kind of tell them what you have done with that after effect, what you've been doing to sort of approve on there and how everything has been going better. I think that if you're in the B2B space, it's a lot easier for us to be vulnerable as long as you're not in the thick of it right now. So maybe it's your worst quarter. Maybe it is your worst performing blog post. Maybe it's your worst podcast episode. Maybe it's the worst YouTube comment that you've got, the worst launch, your worst performing ad. I think that if you do run paid ads or say you do have a launch or even a landing page that didn't work, I think what could be interesting is not only admitting that, but maybe even creating a loom and sort of breaking down where you think that it went wrong and what you've been doing to improve and go forward. I think that that can just be so ingenious and you can just have so much fun. It's like the worst thing I ever sewed, <laughs> right? And if you don't want to have that subject line be like the worst or something like that, talk about that results. Like I thought they were going to barf, right? And then you're sharing the story about how you just hewned this blanket. And hopefully if you have a picture of it, it's just awful. But even though it was one of the worst things you ever made, you were still proud of it because, and then again, notice how we're turning this into a learning lesson and how you have to have something bad 
you know, you have to create something that's not up to your standards. Let's put it that way. Cause I don't think anything is necessarily has to be deemed as good and bad. You have to have something that's not necessarily living up to your standards. So that way, one, you can see what they are and two, you can build upon it because like spoiler alert, you can't learn how to swim by reading a book. And it's kind of the same way with art, with gentle parenting, with budgeting, with your health and fitness journey. Like you have to quote unquote fail in order to succeed. Email marketing is tough from figuring out what freebie to create to actually getting people there, signing it up, and never mind when it comes time to send that weekly newsletter, having the nerve to go ahead and hit send. You know what shouldn't be tough? Figuring out how to do all of those stuff in your email service provider, which is why I want you to check out ConvertKit. ConvertKit is the only email marketing software that was created by a pro blogger for pro bloggers. And they make it ridiculously easy to find out what your open rates are, have multiple freebies, but only send your welcome series once so you don't seem like a weirdo. And of course, guys, they come with stunning free landing pages. And guess what? As a listener of Inbox Besties, you can actually get a free 30-day trial to take a look under the hood to see how much easier it is than your current email software is. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK to claim your free 30-day trial of ConvertKit. Once again, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK and claim your 30-day free trial now. So I think that's just a really sort of fun way and, you know, you can put a blog post in there and... Both of these sort of tie into the third email. And again, you can put this any place. You can put this the very beginning of the month, the end of the month, a mid-month, however you want to do it. I want you to run a flash sale. I feel like we haven't, I haven't made you guys do this in a long time. And I want you guys to really kick off quarter two with a nice influx of cash. So flash sale. If you currently have a product, consider discounting it. If you are not one to discount because that just doesn't do it for you or it's already at a cheap low price, then I would consider doing sort of a fast action bonus for the week. So just like Monday through Friday, or say if you usually email on Wednesdays, maybe like Wednesday to Wednesday, if that's the way you want to do it. What else can you give them? Can you create something new? I would highly suggest that maybe you have some type of live training that you can host either towards the end of April or even the very beginning of May. So that way you're not trying to run this sale and create this new thing. And there's like this, you're going to have people still asking, where is it? But if you're really like, and you are going to get access to, on May 1st, this live training, the recording is going to be available. And then again, you're going to talk it up and how great it is. So I would either do straight up discount if you're just looking for something super easy, again, maybe just like a three-day flash sale. And then you would go ahead and either do like a three-day bonus sale or you could do it a little bit longer. I think those work really well. If you do not have a paid product, I think that you should do a flash sale on your first ever paid workshop. I think that you can say have it for, say you wanted to sell it for 47 normally, then do it for 27, do it for 24, have it half off for those three days, those four days. And even in that worst email, or if you flip flop them and you did your spring into that's like, and pay attention because next week I'm going to tell you how to spring into this even faster or how to avoid this trap or something like that. So that way you're like letting people know that you've got something coming and then it's only going to be for three days. So I really do love that paid workshop model. I think it's a really great way to get over yourself because if you're doing it live, I know there's going to be nerves. I get that, but you will have to show up. You cannot procrastinate plan. You cannot procrastinate tweak your stuff. You can't get into in your head when you got to show up and you've got to do it live. So I love that. So flash sale, flash sale, flash sale. If you're like, Kate Blake, I'm really not going to do that live workshop, but I really do think that you should. If you don't have anything else to discount or add a bonus to, 
Potentially, you could use this one to fill in an affiliate offer. Remember, you cannot send Amazon links in your emails. You can, however, as of the time of this recording, send a link to your influencer store if you do have one. So that's something to keep in mind as well. But I would honestly look for a different affiliate program, one that pays a higher commission since you're doing a dedicated email about it. And again, think of the benefit of the product, how I did this without that, um, you know, the one dress that I always get compliments on. And then, then you're talking about stitch fix later on. Okay. So we want some type of just straight up moneymaker type of an email. And the last email, well, I should say this, depending on when you're going to have your flash sale and for how many days you may or may not need another newsletter. So say that you are going to be running your flash sale and you're going to start it on Monday and you're going to end it on Friday. You'd be sending an email probably Monday, Wednesday. I would probably send a resend or just like do a frequently asked questions on Wednesday. And then Friday, it'd be like a last chance. Maybe you can link to your frequently asked questions, email, that sort of a thing. But if you're running it and say it's a Wednesday to Wednesday, your flash sale may end the day you normally send your newsletter. So you may or may not need this last one. And even if you do have a flash day the last week and you email three times, definitely send your regularly scheduled normal newsletter the week after. It's not like, oh my goodness, they heard about me for so much. Like, no, like they want to know that you're going to show up. <laughs> they want to know that they're, you're going to show up. So this last one is what I like to call listener's choice. You're like, ah, Kate, the whole reason I listen to these is because I don't know what to choose. I want you to choose your favorite blog post or podcast or YouTube video, a content-wise, an Instagram reel, an Instagram post, some type of free ungated content, not necessarily a webinar that I want you to promote to your email list. Now, it can be the brand new one that you're doing. And I think that any of the subjects here, short of that flash sale one, you could tie into any of your most current pieces of content so you can get more traffic to it. But this one is something that you're just like, why aren't enough people looking at this one? It is really great. So I want you to bring that up. And no, in our email, we're not gonna be like, I don't know why no one likes this one. You're gonna do your best to sell the free and to encourage that click. Again, that's something that we're gonna be talking about a lot inside of Love Your List when you guys become listies, katedoster.com forward slash free training or katedoster.com forward slash live. That is also gonna get you there as well. I'll put the links down below here. It goes to the same exact place. But that's, that's what I want you to do. I want you to send something and I want you to think about either a benefit or result or something that they're going to avoid, right? So say if I have one about doing your welcome series, because I spend a lot of time on that. You guys know I don't blog very often anymore, although it is something that we're thinking about incorporating maybe like Q3 of this year. We'll see how it pans out because I'm going to be really focusing on YouTube, spoiler alert, um, over the summer and in fall and definitely in December as well. all about YouTube, but we are going to revamp the blog a little bit. So I have a really what I think is a great post on welcome series and welcome series emails. So I wouldn't just be like, why is nobody reading this post? I would do something like the real secret to skyrocketing open rates, because I know that when your name is synonymous with something good, people open. And the way that happens is by having an amazing freebie in your follow-up sequencing, just being like, oh my goodness, how did she know this about me? How did they know this about me? Right? So that's why I would go with there. It could be something like I wrote your welcome series for you. Could have that in there. So um, don't make this mistake that, you know, new bloggers make. 
in that particular case. One of the new ones is besides not only neglecting their list or they spend so much time growing their list that they don't actually have that follow-up series. And oh look, I'm gonna tell you what to write in this blog post. So see how that really, really works. So say for example, that you wrote a really great post about like bullet journaling, then you know maybe it's how you finally have time to read, how you sliced your workday in half. Um, you stop feeling like you're always forgetting something. And again, these are just examples off of the top of my head. So it can be something like that. Maybe you have a great blog post on the design rule because you do interior design of like the rule of three. So the subject line 100% would be how to make your design go from tacky to classy or why your design looks off or, you know what I mean? So you're going to kind of say that. And then it's like, it's because you're not doing this rule of three or everything's not symmetrical or there's not like varying heights. And that's exactly what you're going to be talking about in this blog post, right? And so again, you're really going to talk about what it is, sell the free, get them over to that click. What's something that can intrigue them? What's something they're going to avoid? What something is, why should they click over there besides just the fact that quote unquote, they need to be using that rule of three. What makes this interesting? What makes it more inviting? How can you spark some curiosity? So there you have it for what to send your email list in April, if you would like to, because you're no fool and you plan ahead. Yes, I am going to keep saying that because I think it's great. Number one is how to spring into something or fall into something. And again, always acknowledge the other half of the world as well when you say that. The next one that we had is my worst something. And you're just going to talk about an experience. Again, it needs to relate to how you normally talk to your audience. I don't think telling my audience about the worst fight that I ever had with my husband is going to do too much unless I can truly relate it over to business. But I'm more than likely would talk about a launch, a bundle, a summit, or something like that, right? Because people just love hearing about that sort of stuff. Then I want you to do some type of flash sale. Again, you might want to do your flash sale before or after any of these. I think that it works for both of them, to be honest. And then we have the very last one where it is listener's choice. You are going to be highlighting a piece of content. Again, it could be a reel. It can be a Facebook post that you have, you know, like one of those carousel ones. It could be a blog post, it could be a YouTube video, it could be a podcast episode, some type of free content that you want to have more eyes on regardless of when you have published it. It could be brand new, it could be a year ago. As long as the information is up to date, you are gonna sell the crap out of that free and you are gonna get them to click over and consume it. Just remember, not everyone wants to know about their ideal client avatar, but all of them wanna make sales. So make sure you give them the cake and not just the carrot. And I will see you guys next week for a super special episode of Inbox Besties. Bye, everybody. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.